Welcome back. Do we know what episode it is today? Uh, yeah, dude. It's episode 21, of course. 21. Uh, for those of you that aren't here, uh, Matt was just staring at me from across the room, flashing his fingers. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to say? You, you, couldn't, you couldn't tell what this means? I, I thought you were from the west side and you were going to be busting a cap in my ass. I was I, like, I was like uh, a, a catcher giving you the uh, the signal. This is for fastball. Oh, that was supposed to be a fastball. Fastball. Yeah. You weren't telling me to steal second? I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, welcome back. Episode 21. Um, After a brief hiatus. Yeah, uh, with it being summer, both of our schedules have been a little bit hectic, so we haven't made it uh, into uh, the studio here quite as regularly as normal. But uh, I assure you, we have a very mediocre show for you today. Oh, it should be incredibly mediocre. Yeah, we we didn't want to wow you with too much excitement. Uh, all, all kinds of average. <laughs> That's exactly what we're shooting for. Yep. Um, so yeah, today we're going to... Um, let, let's actually dive right in. Do you want to start with the on-live stuff? Sure, sure. Okay. So, so and I don't think you'd heard, even heard of on live before. Uh, before no, no, I mentioned the, it today. When right? you mentioned it today, I went and did some quick research on it, but right. uh, never heard of them before that. So I think I first heard of them about, I think it was two or three years ago at, at PAX. Um, they had a display there, and they were talking about you know games on demand. You can play any game you want. It was like the uh, they're selling it as the holy grail of gaming, right? You, right. You, you don't really need a new console. They'll host it. You don't need to buy games. You can just kind of like play the games on demand at a you know for a subscription fee or something like that right speaking as a uh, as a person that has friends that are gamers yeah they spend a lot of time buying new computers and upgrading computers and doing a whole bunch of crazy shit with their computers they they can yeah to yeah. keep up with the latest games yeah especially with the pc compute like uh uh like the pc gamers it's it's hard to keep your pc up to date and fast enough to always run the latest PC game. There's right. always something, some new crisis game that's going to come out, and it's going to totally stress your 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 video card. Um, oh, totally. It's not such a big deal anymore with the console games, you know. And it almost seems like even the PC race has kind of slowed down to me yeah. a little bit. But but um, I can totally understand their desire to say, you know what, I just want a game that works. Like let me tell you, Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Every time I start it up. It just works. Just works. And yeah. it doesn't overtax my phone. Any of the phones I've had actually just now, works. Now you're playing Fruit Ninja just on your phone. Yet you're not playing it on the Connect. Mm, wait, you can play it with the Connect. Yeah. Oh, not yet. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit Ninja with Connect's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you look like an idiot when you're playing it, but y- you feel like well, a ninja. you're using the Connect. Yeah. Y- whenever you're using the Connect, you look you're like, like an really idiot. cool. Yeah. In your head, but then total douchebag. It's a little less cool in reality. Yeah. So anyway, I can understand the desire on live. Uh, how are they doing? How how's that business model been working out well, for them? Okay. So so what they were doing was they had a bunch of servers in right. a data center or data centers plural. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the servers were actually running the game. So those servers would would run your game for you, and all you would do is have like a small box that then act as like a terminal server or a um, or a uh, terminal connection right. onto their box. So you, it's just streaming the video of the game that you're playing. So here's what I wonder about that, and I'm sure they solved this problem in some magical sciencey way, but network latency yep. is just kind of there. It's going to happen. Their servers are off in a data center somewhere. I'm somewhere else, and yep. I've got to tra- traverse the whole internet to get to them. Yeah. Um, and it could be a long ways, right? It could if be you're, a very if long you're way. in... You know, I, I think they're based in, in California. I don't know where their data center's at. Uh, you don't know if it's, you know, let's just assume that their data center is also in California. So if you're in, on the East Coast or in Europe or somewhere else, uh, you, you've got that latency from 
the data to move across the internet um, to you. Now, now, let's say you're playing a fighting game or something where you need like real quick responses. Yeah. You're talking about a lot of lag there in the multiple milliseconds. You're talking about a whole lot of, of lag. Or even with first-person shooters. I, I think with fighting games, it's most noticeable. And I've, I've noticed this even yeah. playing fighting games online where you're playing against somebody else. The lag just kills. You really can't have any kind of lag in that kind of stuff. Because you're, you're right. reacting on like a millisecond time frame. I mean, people yeah. like... Um, there's about an order of magnitude off on what you're going to get out of the internet and what you're actually responding to and looking at your screen yeah. on a local game. And so, you know when they when you look at most uh, like say Halo for instance, any yeah. of the Halos when they have their online games, they're not streaming a whole picture to everybody that's playing and expecting them to be able to respond. Right. right. They're just giving like vector information of like uh, exactly this character is going in this direction. Yep. On this map. And then your computer's processing it. So it's streaming across all of the video data is kind of a that, little bit more. Yeah. Um, I suspect they can probably uh, improve it a little bit by maybe running through some sort of CDN type thing with, you know, zero cache and just... Um, a CDN with zero cache doesn't really help. Well, so, so the way that could work is uh, your CDN is... You're just using your CDN to optimize the, the network traffic across the internet backbone as opposed to across the, all of the internet. Right. So you get a little optimized network traffic from, you know, over long distance, you're running it completely across the backbone of, as opposed to whatever you would have right. to go with with Verizon or somebody running. Real, like, if I were told I had to solve this problem, what I would do is I would cheat and I would do some kind of man-in-the-middle type thing where I'm actually giving you, you're getting time-delayed data yeah. to where I can actually then, I'm sort of pausing on both sides so that you, I know what's going to happen either direction. Yeah, and the, the other thing, so I played at PAX, uh, I don't think it was last year, I think it might have been the year before. Um, I, they had, a, you know, hey, come try out, on, you know, play on live, get a free subscription, get all this, get that. Um, and I tried playing, um, I didn't try, I actually did. I played a couple of games of um uh, what was it? It was one of the later Unreal Tournament games, and it did. It all, the other thing was it looked like they decreased the video quality, right? So it didn't look as good. If I was right. if I was playing it on a PC, it would have been way more flashy. They turned down the, I mean, the, the compressed video was not right. super high quality, so. which kind of makes sense for what they're trying to do. Yeah, but uh, I, I also noticed when I was digging into this that they have a uh, a desktop option too, where you can. Uh, have your own computer living yep. there and access it from your iPad and everything else. Yeah. So it sounds great, um, but I don't know that they ever got a lot of subscribers. So it sounds like they were getting up to something like... So the Internet's are reporting that uh, they were getting something like 1,800 concurrent users. That's which not a lot. is not a lot. Concurrent um, over the whole day? I mean, are they keeping at any given time? I think that's at a, 2, any given people? time, yeah. So that's... Th it's not that bad. Not I mean, it's not bad. awful, but it's not it's great. Not great. Um, I suspect their cost of operating was higher than that, though. So, given my experience, I mean, depending on what you're co-locating and how much it is and how much bandwidth you're using and how many people it requires to support your service, that can get very, very spendy very quickly. Yeah, it can get really expensive. So it looks like they're going through um, a type of bankruptcy called assignment for the benefit of creditors. I don't really know what that means. I, I tried reading about it here a little bit ago to understand it more, um, and I got really sleepy so, <laughs> as I was reading about it. But let basically, me, let me oh, go guess ahead. at what it means, and sure. then you tell me if I'm right. I assume what that means is the creditors said, "Hey, look, we don't want to run you out of the bit. We don't want to run you out of business. We don't want to like you know drill you into the ground because we think we can squeeze some more cash out of you." 
but we absolutely need money now. So you go figure out what you need to do to make sure I get paid, and then we'll talk about your future. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And not, there's, there's the additional thing of uh, we're going we're gonna to wipe out some of your debts or some of your contracts. So it looks like some of their... Do you think they went to one of those uh, creative credit counseling services? I, I think they did. It was like a, <laughs> like, like a, I've got more than $10,000 in debt. I'm pretty much screwed here. Can you help me out? It's something like Liberty Financial Services or something. There's an eagle on the side. Of right, the, right. Yeah. Um, it does look like they also have to sell their assets. So, so it looks like they're going through this thing where they get out of their contracts of whatever, you know, colo and server uh, stuff that they were they were obligated to pay for right. every month. And then somebody can buy, you know, the assets that they want. So kind of like the services, the technology that they've got. Right. Like, for instance, they could, they could say, outsource all of their computer bits and say, we're yeah. done with these servers, but you person over there want to buy them, go ahead and give me cash for them and I'll pay my creditors. Yeah. And they were also able to basically fire all their employees, um, all those employees' stock is now worthless, and it looks like they're hiring back about twenty percent of the. Fi- did the company there. actually have an IPO? I don't or did know. they just have options? They may have. They may have had like private stock okay. or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it looks like they're still providing their services, but I I would be surprised to see that they're still around a year from now. So let's talk a little bit about this, and dive away from technology just for a little bit. Because it sounds like they do have some very large technical problems to solve. Yeah. But at the end of the day, let's let's make this a business discussion. Uh, would you be willing to pay for low-quality video games sold to you over the internet that have laggy response times? Well, the fact that I haven't and I knew it existed, no. And, and, and that's kind of the thing, right? That was kind of, you know, my, my experience as a, as a consumer was I'd, I'd rather pay a little bit more for a console... Uh, that's like something with a service like that that Sony or Microsoft is providing with right. Xbox or PlayStation. I'd rather play pay for that console and get the the, the premier experience. Yeah, and that's that's my approach too. Like obviously for all of the games that I play, I want to make sure they're eh, like both. Well, yeah. none of them. Angry Birds. Okay, yeah, I play Angry Birds too. <laughs> But, you know, it's important to get the HD on that. Right, right. Otherwise, a little computer or uh, birds don't look quite right. Yep. You, you want really crisp birds. Otherwise, you can't tell where the, the pigs are at. Yeah. It's hard to... Uh, yeah. Exactly. It, it's kind of like when you're watching... Uh, oh, God damn it. I just blinked on the show. It's on Comedy Central. It's like an 8-bit rendering. It, the show's done in like 8-bit but animated. I, I don't know that I've seen that yet. Oh, my God. You've got to watch this show. Really? I will find out the name of it here in a few seconds. All right. Uh, but, like, I'm watching it on Netflix, and Netflix is like, we're, you know, jacking up your resolution. I'm like, great. The show is like fucking 8-bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yay. Or when you're watching the Venture Brothers over Netflix, and you're like, really? Oh, when it gives you the message that, uh, hey, because of your... Because of your bandwidth, we're, uh, we're we're optimizing for your bandwidth, and so yeah, I get that sometimes, and I don't. I, I agree with you. I don't notice it nearly as much when I'm watching like uh, animated something like The Venture Brothers or uh, South Park. If I'm watching something uh, high def, you know, like a like a action film or something like that, then I really notice it. Uh, there's definitely more um, loss of like like it affects the experience more when you're watching like a, a you know a, a high def movie or an action flick that it yeah. does like animation really like when you start compressing it down it, it comes across uh looking just as good 
uh, in either format. So what are you looking for now? The name of that show? It's Code Monkeys. Code Monkeys. Yeah, check it out. I'm going to have to look for that. It's a lot of fun. It's set back in the 80s. They're a software company busting out like 8-bit video games. And uh, I'm having one of those bad memory days. I I keep trying to say, um, who is the guy that's not Steve Jobs? Oh, uh, Wozniak. Yeah. Wozniak owns the business and like episode number one he's like all right guys i'm out of here i gotta go create the future uh, okay <laughs> wait it's on g4 which means you can only watch it on netflix is that g4 oh, I thought yeah it was comedy central yeah, yeah. for some reason um because g4 is no longer on uh our t- television provider right but yeah check out code monkeys it's actually kind of oh, fun it, and it's all animated yeah and, okay. and it's like it, it looks just like super mario brothers or something like well very close to that, like an yeah, animated yeah. Super Mario. Kind of looking at a couple of screens of it, it looks good. Or I mean, like it, I, I get what you're, what you're, uh, what you're saying. Yeah. So, uh, from so where were we going with that? Uh, on, uh, you were saying something about when you're watching Code Monkeys and, and on Netflix and it gets compressed. You yeah, don't yeah. Care. That, that does that that doesn't bother me. But when yeah. I'm playing video games, I want to play pretty looking video games. I right? really do. I like, really like good graphics. I really do. And, and I stop noticing them once I really get into the game, but yep. the initial like uh, it, it's still part of the experience. Yeah, I mean you don't, and even at that, like actually I didn't double check this, but I assume OnLive is a service um, company. Yeah, where yeah. you have to pay a monthly service fee. Yeah, uh, I don't really know. I, I obviously haven't done the math, well, but let's say that you spend I don't know a thousand dollars on a computer. Yeah, and you buy six games at sixty bucks. Yeah, you're at like fourteen hundred dollars. Yep. Um, how much does that month like? It doesn't take long for that monthly service cost to start being way more expensive than just having the physical yeah. Media in front for of some you. reason, I have a, I, I think it was like twenty bucks a month or something that they were charging, but um, it's still an annoying like overhead of yeah. Of, yeah. So speaking of annoying overheads, um, <laughs> as I understand it. Uh, James Cameron, that wily son of a bitch, is at yeah. again. So, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> Do you I, need I, to stand I, up for this conversation? No, 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 I, well, you know what? I might have to stand up for this. I might have to uh, adjust my... So what, what's so your feeling you, on, on this hold, hold on. Before we get to that, why are you still rocking the old school crappy mic stand? Like, Do you see mine here with a nice little handle on it that just goes up and down like this? And I can just squeeze it and then I can move. As, like, uh, you've only beat. got... Oh, wait. I got one mic. right there, dude. Oh, when did you get the third one? Uh, before Bryant was on the show, so really? it's been a while. And all three of them were, uh, yeah, but that one doesn't have the boom. Uh, we can move the boom. I know. <laughs> I like the stands, the stands that go boom. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So back to the jackass. Uh, James, James Cameron, Cameron, our friend, yeah. the jackass. We James go back Cameron. Way, yeah. Way yeah. many years. Uh, so, I, how did you feel about Avatar? Sorry, I'm getting all choked so up. So bad over here. that you can't even like um, talk about it. So it's an atrocity that you, is not to be spoken of. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Here's my problem with Avatar. Uh the the movie world, the people world, the place where they put advertisements. They made a big fucking deal out of Avatar. Yep. Pardon me for a second. Okay. Don't uh don't let those goldfish kill you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die. This is gonna be like uh, what was it, Mama Cass that died of uh, she choked on the uh, ham sandwich. <clears throat> Zach's gonna die from a goldfish. 
I'm yeah. going to just stand here and watch and laugh. Don't try eating tasty treats during podcasts. <laughs> when they go down <laughs> so the wrong throat, you die. Your <laughs> whole scratchy <clears throat> voice. Yeah, I'm getting ready for my jazz career. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyways, my feelings on uh, on Avatar. And I'm really moved right now by <laughs> this because I can only <laughs> breathe out of one fucking hole. <laughs> um, sorry, so uh, everybody made a big deal out of Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Did like, you go see it in the theater? I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Where All like 10 f- hours of it. I'm sitting going, fuck. Did, did um, you watch it in 3D? No, no, I didn't watch it in 3D. Wait, you, really? Yeah, really. Huh, okay. So my, my feeling on Avatar is they, they'd amped it up so much that there was almost no way it could live up to uh, expectations, number yeah, one. Yeah. Number two, and a lot of folks are going to disagree with me on this, but Avatar was a mediocre fucking movie only because. It grabbed crap from every movie that's ever been created, put it in one big old steaming pile, and didn't add anything new. They really went the George Lucas route here and said, we're going to make it look pretty. We're going to have some dancing fucking Ewoks, and everybody's going to love it. Apparently, uh, George Lucas is from Texas. Uh, Yeah, apparently. (laughs) But they they really overdid it. Like, uh, And this is going to sound really bad, especially since I can't remember the chick's name right now. You remember the uh, um, uh, Latino chick that's in uh, SWAT, and she was in The Fast and the Furious, and she always plays kind of a badass? Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez, thank you. No movie that Michelle Rodriguez has ever been in is going to be as big as they tried to convince me Avatar was. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. Also, let's look at the other actors in this movie. They had the intern from Bones who is like, the world's horrible and I'm going to die. Uh, who's the intern from Bones? The tall, dorky-looking dude. Oh, that guy's on Bones? He's on Bones, yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, here's the thing. You have a digital movie where they made a bunch of digital bullshit that they didn't actually need digital stuff to do, number one. I, I don't think you could have done that yes, you non-digital. Could. You could. No you spent, way. like, a tiny bit more time in the fucking theater. Like, look, they had Lieutenant Dan's legs missing, for God's sakes, and Forrest Gump. Yeah. And you're like, wow, they chopped Carrie Sinise's legs off. That's fucking weird. Yeah, but they did that digitally. I know, and that's my point. <laughs> What's your point? They could have worked a little harder at the digital and not given it that cartoon fucking feel to the whole thing. See, I didn't feel that it had the cartoon feel. So that was, that was for me, when I watched it, um, it, it, and I went into it with uh, the same attitude that you've currently got, which is everybody's amping this thing up. Oh, There's and no Sir Weaver's Jump the Shark. Yeah, that happened a long time ago. Um, that said, in, in the original Alien, she was crazy Badass. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the 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 I went into the movie with the like kind of assumption that it's gonna suck. Everybody's going on about this. It's not gonna be that great. Blah 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 blah. Right. So my expectations were like low, and it exceeded those expectations. So I kind of liked it. I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's it good. It was a good fun movie. The I think the thing for me was that was the first time I saw a 3D movie that it was done well. It wasn't like, uh, I was like, oh. Well, I'm happy like, they did something well on that movie because the story wasn't there, the the dialogue wasn't there, the acting was fucking ham-fisted. It looked awesome, though. Come on. You admit, it looked great. I was not that impressed with it, right. honestly. I thought it looked great. Maybe it's because you watched it in like some crappy theater and you didn't watch it in 3D. In 3D, it looked great. So, anyway. <laughs> Avatar comes out. And that was kind of like the start of like all the 3D movies, right? Every movie that comes out, all the big blockbuster movies that come out in the last two years have been 3D now. 
right? Dude, there was not a uh, 21 Jump Street 3D. I mean, yeah, that was pretty much, uh, you know, the big summer Damn near everything else, right? <laughs> Thor and Captain America were both in 3D. And, uh, and I'm, Green I'm Lantern. assuming, yeah, Green Lantern. I'm not saying any, I'm not, again, let's not talk about whether those were great movies or not, but so they all came out in 3D. Leaving those movies um, aside, I will say that I've watched a couple of those in 3D. Yeah. And I didn't really feel that, oh, Captain America, you said that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we watched that in 3D because I remember Kevin complaining about, like, the fact that we were watching it in 3D. Like, well, that's because there was an extra three bucks he had to spend. Yeah. Uh, But, like, 3D didn't really add anything to those movies because it was like an afterthought that they bolted on, which is kind of bad. Which is bad. It's, but the films like Avatar, where they filmed it wholly to be in 3D, right. I think have, have generally looked better. So I'll give you a chance. Uh, the I'll tell you they probably had a better looking 3D world than that. Yeah, um, and the animated flicks all that look good in 3D. Now. Oh yeah, like Cars. I think I watched in 3D. I, I don't know. My kids go watch them all the time. So the biggest, like the big 3D movie, um, and then you start right around that same time you started being able to get. Uh, 3D Blu-ray players and TVs that are 3D, et cetera, yep. et cetera, right? And so, so a big percentage of the population now has 3D they can watch at home. And regardless of how great uh, James Cameron's Avatar was or wasn't, you can't watch it at home in 3D right now. With oh, a few exceptions. Hold on. Let me work up my sad face look. I know this isn't coming across to, on the I, podcast, yeah, but yeah, I haven't yeah. actually it's, changed my face not. at all. <laughs> I don't look sad. Yeah, yeah, you look like Christian Stewart. Um, the <laughs> internet meme. She right. She, she has no facial she muscles. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Christian Stewart. And I'm like, who? Who the fuck is that? So, um, Panasonic had an exclusive deal with. James Cameron or somebody. See that right there is another indicator that he couldn't make a decent fucking movie. Panasonic is the best. I know, like you right? Get Sony. So, so you can only watch Avatar in 3D at home if you bought a Panasonic Blu-ray player. He couldn't even swing Samsung. I, I know, mean. right? I mean, like, like let's at least be a big player. Yeah. As a result, what Onkyo wasn't available. <laughs> Do they even do Blu-ray? I thought they just did speaker sense. Like, Vizio, uh, or what, what is it? Vizio or Vizio? Vizio. Yeah. yeah. Vizio's no. moved up in the world, though. They're getting nicer. I'll they're still on the lower side, but yeah, they're... Yeah, uh, they're still made in Taiwan, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, this has resulted in a, in a uh, you know, uh, market for... Remember we were talking about a Titanic a couple weeks ago? Is this a nerd ago? backlash this is, sort of this thing? This is weird. This is a James Cameron thing. Remember we were talking about Titanic a couple weeks ago? And yes, how I do. It, uh, and how you were having a hard time getting it further. Yeah, and you couldn't get it. Da, 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 da. Apparently, now you can. Was it when we were looking it up? There? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it's available now. It's available now. Um, but, you know, previously it was the price was all jacked up on it. The same. So if you want to try and get um, Avatar 3D on Blu-ray, it's going to cost you $130 to buy a Panasonic <sighs> Blu-ray player. No, no, no. Just the disc is $120 on eBay. That is retarded. I agree. That movie is not worth $120. I agree. I'm just saying. So, anyway, interesting side note. Not really side note. It's the whole point of this. They're releasing it to the general public on uh, October 17th. So I like how you try to downplay the uh, topic. You're like, now, a little tiny bit of shit that we don't care. Oh, wait, hold on. That is the topic. Yeah, yeah so. that is the topic. <laughs> so, so they, uh, James Cameron announced that they're, they're releasing... Uh, it. That said, they're only releasing the standard edition, the theatrical. They're not even releasing the uh, extended edition. Wait, um, there was an extended edition? There's an extended edition. Did yeah. it add another 40 minutes of flying around on a goddamn dinosaur? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, it takes Trinity longer to die in this version. Ah, oh, Christ. 
<laughs> it's what we need more death scenes for Trinity. Yeah. She got to die entirely too many times. Yep. She did. Too many. Way too many. Yeah. Just twice. Uh, yeah. It should have been the once. Yeah. Should have been done. Yeah, are you and saying they should have let, let her live? Or she no, should have no, died in the she second movie? She should have died in the second movie. Like when Nia reaches his digital hand into her digital chest to palpate her heart and yeah. pull the fucking bullet out. Yeah. No, fuck that noise. Let the bitch die. You know what? I think that would have made The Matrix better. I, I think agree. if Trinity died in the second movie, mm-hmm. he'd have been all like, uh, you know, fucking. He'd have been up. like Samuel Jackson and all ready to kick some ass. Yeah. You know, but like, whoa, dude, I was able to save my girlfriend. That's a pretty good Keanu. I think that's, that's, that's weird, gonna, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you did pretty good there. Yeah, I, I just say, kept thinking Bill and Ted's, and I was right there. Say, I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, anyway, so how did we end up on All the right. Matrix again? I don't know. James Cameron's a fag. Yeah. Um, no, just kidding. That was mean. I didn't mean that in the derogatory term either. Yeah. He's yeah, just a crappy yeah, yeah. filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he actually apparently makes a lot of money at it. So. He apparently does. He's doing well. He really loves that underwater shit, too. Yeah. Um, I think he's actually... I, I don't think he realizes that the pearl or the diamond, of the emerald of the sea that he made up for the Titanic movie... Oh, yeah, the uh, actually, the, the blue something or other. Yeah. I think he thinks the, that's real now, because this movie is so lifelike to him, and it's taken on... He's right. like, I'm looking for that fucker. Get me some submarines. I'm going down. Who was it? Was it you I was talking to about the... Uh, somebody was telling the story about the stars... In Titanic. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Did we talk about it on here? Yes, we did. Okay. Just I'm glad you listened to the show. Welcome. I do. I just forget (laughs) what we... I forget. It's hard to remember sometimes what we've talked about, like... In the car, at work, or... Yeah, and... On the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Are you going to go out and buy a copy when it comes out? I might. Do you have a 3D TV? Uh, Yeah. Oh, nice. And I have two 12-year-old girls who love that shit. Like... The 3D shit? They like the Avatar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They were totally into it. My wife likes it, too. She'll sit down and watch the Avatar, and, like, you know, she disappears for four hours. It's like, I don't know what's going on, but whatever. See? Yeah. It's not just me. It's not just you. Like, plenty of people liked it. I just can't imagine that many people are wrong. (laughs) But, you know, hey, whatever. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when did you say that was coming out again? October 17th. Just so you you can plan. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta you know sure go you stand in a line at Target or something. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Everybody, go out and buy Avatar if you have no taste. If, however, you'd like to have some, watch something that's good, go see Code Monkeys, um, available uh, on I Netflix. I think we're gonna be checking that out also. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next item up for discussion is actually um, it, it's one it for me it categorizes in the area of really cool technology that I'll probably never use. Um. Matt found an article um, talking about a company that their name is escaping me. Do you have it up over there? On live? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we already talked about them. That was the first bit. I'm not sure which thing you're talking about. We're going to talk about batteries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it wasn't actually a company. Well, you have to talk into the mic so the people I know. This is why I was sitting down before. Um, <laughs> it's actually the uh, South, South Korean um, Usula National Institute of Science and Technology. So I don't. Right. Think so much that that's a um, company as much as it is as sort of a, a, a research division group, something or other, um, and uh, they have come up with um, the means through um, applying can, like 
carbon Put your laptop oh. on that if you oh, want. Oh, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah for I'll those of you playing at home, I just drug a table over to him so he could actually put his laptop yeah. and stay standing. And by table, you mean like a cheap speaker that we bought at uh, uh, Goodwill? Duh. <laughs> so yeah, um, a research company or a research group has come up with a. Uh, it's a basically way to, a way to uh, make batteries so that they can charge fast. So, like currently, like a rechargeable battery that you'd use, like in your um, cell phone or your cell phone or, or like a zero emissions car. Right. Take well, I I don't know. Like I, sometimes I, my goddamn cell phone takes like an hour to charge up. I'm like, I just right. just give me a charge on it. Um, they're with this technology, they're cutting it down to like a minute. See, and that's pretty badass. And it would be really slick for. Uh for cell phones, especially since my cell phone tends to run out of batteries, uh, depending on how much I play Fruit Ninja. Yeah. Um, but it, and I don't know if this is, that's probably one of those safety-related things, but it seems that battery innovation takes like a good decade or two to get into a... Uh, it is, it's a me. slow technology. Yeah. And, well, and, and I think part of it is they... Want to make know, sure it doesn't light my pocket on fire. Well, I think there's a little bit of that, and I think there's a little bit of, you know, they just haven't had like any big breakthroughs on like, oh my God, this is... It's it's been a very slow incremental. Dude, induction technology. charging is the biggest breakthrough in the world that nobody ever uses. Uh, my toothbrush does it. Right. Why does my phone not do induction charging? Uh, it does. Well, you, I mean, there's been companies that have right. sold add-ons for but induction then charging, gotta, but then you got to you squeeze your phone into a big, huge case that has like all this gaudy-looking crap I on know. it. Why isn't like uh, why, somebody like, like Apple or in? other people just like building it directly into their, their yeah. devices? Th this is an open uh, open request to um, say Windows, Google, Apple. Any any phone manufacturers out Nokia, there? Nokia, if you're still around. HTC. HTC, yeah. Yeah. Samsung. No, put, I, put I, induction I, charging in your goddamn phones, please. It should be optional. They should sell like, hey, they should. It would be awesome if they. I'd be willing to pay an extra forty bucks for a phone that had to get induction, induction charging. charging. Yeah. yeah, and a replaceable battery. Like, are you listening, Apple? I could go with that. You know, my uh, Amy's uh, cell phone. The battery on that was getting uh, into a state where it was not good anymore. Right. It was a. Um, uh, Evo, so it's about two years old right now. Okay, um, but you know it still runs Android really well. Right. Uh, except for when you know you have to charge, or it'll run out within thirty minutes. So yeah, that's not good. Uh, I looked like I don't know a year ago when she first started complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> At which point the the phone was still fairly new. You know the market was still pretty hard, uh, and you know it was like fifty dollars for an extended battery or whatever. Right. Yeah, I bought one for last week for like $5. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now that phone just runs forever. Very nice. Yeah. That said, interesting story. Uh, I, you know, I got the phone all like, hey, cleaned it up. I cleaned up some stuff on the memory. Mm -hmm. Everything was going good. And uh, my one daughter wanted to use the phone. <laughs> and uh, she didn't know the unlock screen code for it. Right. So she got frustrated and just kept unlocking the screen. Right. Uh, until it says, nope, you need to add in your, uh, put in your Gmail account information so we can, uh, so you can actually unlock it. Right. That's the Gmail account uh, information that we set up at the Sprint store two years ago. Yeah. Uh, no chance in hell of remembering I that password. No idea what it was. I I don't even know. So it would be one thing if we could recover, just recover the password, right? Right. In which case, I'd actually have to know what the email address is in the first place. Wait, does that mean your wife's phone has been going for two years without a reset or a rebuild or anything? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. It actually. That's not bad. My yeah, Android yeah. could not do that. Like we're talking a month and a half before. It would really? Die. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I think the the Evo was pretty high quality. Uh, yeah, the well, E-Trix came was out. Not. It was yeah, yeah. So uh, I spent. I don't know, a couple hours one night dinking around trying to figure out how to like recover the password. Right. Guessing various Gmail accounts that it may have been logged under. None right. of them None uh, of applied, them yeah. Um, and ended up eventually having to do a hard reset on it and mapping it to a new Gmail account, which we do know, have and will remember in the future in case this <laughs> happens again. Now, you, you did the safe and the right thing and wrote it on a sticky note, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. It's, it's on inside the battery case now. Oh, <laughs> Just put it on a piece of tape <laughs> on the inside cover. I didn't really do that, but it's like if you weren't cared about security, it wouldn't be a bad, good, bad wouldn't be a bad idea. You know those uh, signs on the side of the road with the like they're programmable and they have like yeah, you know, yeah. five yeah. miles ahead. Yep. Uh, typically, if you crack the case off of one of those, so that you can get it to do the programming, that well, at least back in the nineties. I don't know how they're they doing it nowadays, yeah. but. You know, you crack the case off. Inside the case was a, a piece of tape with the password written in on it. And then you could change it to say something like, yep. warning zombies ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good idea. I've seen that on the internet. It's not my idea. I I know we didn't talk about this on the... Uh, zombies? Um, yeah, zombies. I know we didn't talk about it on the show, but uh, for those of you that might be watching Tosh.0 as well, uh, watch the most recent season. It's a really funny episode where a guy dresses it's up like a zombie and goes chasing people around. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, so go watch Tosh.0. It's awesome. Yeah. It's available on Amazon Instant Video. That's a, This is the season uh, he's referring to. It's the season where he's uh, wearing sweet, sweet kicks for the ladies. For the last half, and the first uh, half was all high fashion. Oh, yes. First half was high fashion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all of them in about four days, so it's really <laughs> it, condensed in my brain. Yeah, it strings together a little closer for you that way. Yeah, a lot closer. So, yeah, um, instant rechargeable batteries. We like this. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be awesome. It would yeah. be totally badass. And I suspect that, you know, if, if batteries were able to charge faster, you might be able to do some things with, like, uh, solar charging and stuff would be more effective. If you want to go make it yeah. all nerdy, that's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, <laughs> anyway, it'd be, be good. Yeah, um, totally. So, y- you found something... Yes, I did, actually. Uh, uh, the only contribution I have to the show today nice is job. a single article. I I think I'm trying to make up for the few episodes I carried. <laughs> um, no, so I found a new company this week um, called Displax, D-I-S-P-L-A-X, Interactive Systems. Yeah. And they have a, a new product called Skin. And, uh, ooh, 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 made by God? No, no, not made by God. <laughs> Depending on how you believe, maybe he made it through them, whatever. All right, all right. Um, but uh, what this uh, skin technology is, is it's flexible displays that can be put on any non-conducting um, surface. Okay. So glass, paper, anywhere. And it allows for uh, mul- like true multi-touch. Multiple people touching, doing different things. Yeah. And it's super cheap, apparently. Really? So what this is going to provide us is the ability to have flexible displays, displays almost anywhere. Imagine the interaction that you have from your phone, right? Either uh, your Windows phone, your iPhone, your uh, Android. But just being able to walk up to a kiosk and have the same kind of uh, uh, abilities right there. Yeah, so it's the ability to... Is it just an overlay? Uh, yeah, exactly. So so any like current... Um Video screen, you could turn into a touch screen by exactly. laying this over the top of it. Or actually, you could not even require the the screen, right? Like, 
This is, oh, this, this is a display itself. This actually yeah. is a display itself. Yeah. And how so thick you, is it? Like minimally thick. It looked like it looked And tiny. it's flexible, so they yeah. can just slap this on anything? Yep. What like makes it light up and stuff? Magic. I didn't read okay. that part. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking. We could do some like uh, time magic here and uh, stop and research, but I didn't actually do that. All right. I, yeah, I watched yeah. the video on their website. Yeah. It was cool. They showed a, um, you know, multi-touch gesture type stuff going on. Cool. And but, it was uh, like giving nice display yeah, behind it. It was very nice looking display. Wow. Very so, cool. Yeah, and totally like they awesome. picked it up and twisted it and stuff. I didn't see that part. I had okay. to stop watching the. I, I, I want to go back and look at this now and, and yeah. check it out more. It sounds yeah, interesting. Sh- shall we pause the show and take a look? No, no, that's no? Okay. okay. The <laughs> other thing I was kind of thinking was, you know, with with um, Windows Eight coming out soon, like there's a, uh, you know, it, it's designed for touch, but there's a ton of laptops and stuff out there that don't have um, touch support. It would be interesting if. There's going to be people coming out with add-ons like that. Like, what if you could just slap that on your current screen, right? And then maybe plug something into a USB port, and now your your previously non-touchscreen screen is touchscreenable. Yeah, you've been able to buy that kind of device since she's uh, like early '90s, I think. That works well. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, I when I when I was uh, do you remember that old Tangerine uh, MacBook that I got? Oh yeah. Where I was. Did you get that from Justin's grandma or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to change that into a tablet by like following some magic mod instructions on the internet for how to do it. And yeah. part of it was uh, to get one of those capacitive touchscreens so you could have, uh, you know. How'd that work out? I never got around to it. It uh, ended up sitting in the house doing nothing for, oh, I don't know, 10 years. No, yeah. not that long. Yeah. Huh. Six or seven. But. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about the uh, new stuff that's coming out. Like you talked briefly about Windows 8. Yeah. Uh, you've actually been using Windows 8 now for, uh, what, about a week? Um, it's been like three now. Three I weeks. Think. Yeah. So we did a lot of talking, even I think in the last show, about Windows 8 and, uh, and the previous shows about kind of how we thought it may or may not be good. Yeah. Um, and some of the like hurdles that they were going to have to solve to make it really a uh, effective uh, OS. Yeah. After I, three weeks of use, what's your feel now? It, it's definitely growing on me. Um, I don't have... Uh, and it's really similar to what you, you you were saying, like the you know search searching option, like if you want to want to find an application and just right. like that works way better than it ever did before. Yep. Um, and I don't have a touch screen on my laptop, so right. when I'm looking at sort of the um, I don't know what what the what they call this display, but the sort of non desktop display, the 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 sort the, of um, no longer Metro display. The new yeah, yeah. 8 oh, yeah. Interface. It's the Windows 8 interface is yeah. the new name for Metro. Um, what I'm using that, it I think it would be more useful as a touchscreen or on right. a tablet. So I can't really speak to that. But other than that, I mean, it seems to run really well. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not, yeah, I don't. Now, so I've been ooh, using. The one thing that I have seen that I really like, the, which is really just uh, bells and whistles kind of stuff. Right. The uh, the file copy transfer um, interface. Have you seen that yet? Uh, I've copied files on my Windows 8 box, but I don't think I've noticed anything. When you're doing anything. a big copy transfer, you know, something that takes some right. time, 
you know how like in uh, previous versions of Windows, it would give you just like, hey, I'm transferring at this this rate right. currently, and this how many bits you've got left. It has a nice little graph that shows you what your rate is over time. Oh, neat. Yeah, so it contracts, and then you get there's a little pause button. So if you're you want to pause your file transfer, you can so just that you can move your lap, undock your laptop, or something yeah, or like do that. something like that. So nice. that, that was kind of one of the little things that impressed me. How do you like the uh, task manager so far? Uh, I haven't played around with it too much. I do remember. Uh, what was the thing? I noticed a couple of interesting things there when I was uh, the fact with that it. it's really magically cool. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the colors and stuff on the uh, performance yeah. data. Yes, I did like that a lot. No, I w- I'm a big fan of the new task manager. It's uh, pretty handy. Yeah. So I think they've I think they've made some big improvements. Um, I'm curious to see you know when it when it you know finally releases what the, what the uptake is by by people in the market. Didn't it go live already? No, it, it went with. I think and, it launched. And this is why we can talk about it. Is this is the the technical preview? Oh, launched. that was the technical preview. Yeah, preview but, um, launched last week or the week before. Like a few weeks ago, it's been out for a while. That just any users can, can yeah. play with it. So if you want, go to you know Microsoft.com and search for Windows 8, and you can you can download a version yourself. Um, and it's, Zach looks up when it actually came out. To make sure we don't have to delete this for saying secret stuff, but I don't think there's anything that's not widely available to the public right now. Yeah, like I know it's out in the public and everybody's been using it, but I thought for some reason that it was actually uh, actually RTM'd. I didn't think that's the release preview, Windows 8 release preview. For some reason, my Mac wants to update Silverlight now. Remind me later. Hmm. Okay. I, I'm gonna go ahead and be wrong on this one, I think. But All right. yeah, yeah. Do you know what is really on. cool that I'm really super stoked for? Uh what's that? The new Windows 8 tablets. Uh you mean the Surface tablets? Yeah, the Surface tablets. Those look, look totally awesome. Um I think I, they did a really good job on the design work on those. And the fold out keyboard. For the tablet, uh, that is just about the greatest thing they ever did, right? Like, I think so too. I want to actually see one for real, so I can just see how thin it is. Yeah, and play um, with it and get a feel for it. Yeah, but I think it's everything I've seen so far is that it looks really. Yeah, that really looks like top notch. So yeah. I'm super stoked about those. I'm hoping the price point isn't too high, because like I have no insider knowledge on Surface at all. So yeah. I was hearing, and again, I have no actual direct knowledge, but uh, that it was going to be fairly low. Yeah, I heard they were trying to compete with the uh, Kindle Fire, yeah. which would make it really super awesome. That'd be cool. Because then I'd have my Kindle Fire, I'd have my uh, Microsoft <laughs> you Windows just 8 choose stuff. whatever you want. I, I, I could have a fucking tablet in every room, except yeah. for an iPad. You, you, don't don't strict- an I- you don't have an iPad? No, I don't have an iPad. I just assumed that you did. No, like I, I'm a big fan of Apple, obviously. I got a couple of Mac laptops floating around, a big-ass, uh, um, like the 27-inch iMac. Um, I got an, a couple of like three generations of iPhones. Big fan of Apple, but the iPad just seemed kind of like, why would I need one? Yeah, well, that's why I don't have one also, because I was yeah. kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, everything I want to do on um my uh, on a tablet, I can do with my Fire for the most part, right? I use it to watch TV. But, yeah, anyway. So, uh, yeah, go Windows 8. Let's, uh, let's get some out here so I can start playing with the tablets. So just looking on Wikipedia here, it looks like... Um Windows 8 graduate on uh, August 1st. Uh, Windows 8 went to RTM. Okay. So th- it looks like they've, they've 
They did RTM. They've, they've, they've RTM. They haven't released it, so it won't be available to the public until October 26th. Right. But I think I saw a mail that said it had RTM'd and you needed to upgrade internally, which is... What I haven't done yet. Yeah. Because well, here's my thing. So I upgraded... Uh, to, uh, the only reason I went to Windows 8 was because I was installing a new SSD hard drive in my laptop. Um, How are you liking that so far? I'm loving it. So, so we'll talk about that here real quick. So... I basically had to, you know, build a flatten new... Flatten and rebuild. We had to flatten and rebuild, and since I was doing that, I figured I'd install the new OS. Um, that said, real quick talk about this SSD hard drive. Yeah. Um, it is fantastic. So my now, laptop... Is this the first uh, SSD hard drive you've ever used? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this laptop, which is... This is a nice laptop. I mean, it's it's a um, Dell Elite Book something, something, something yep. or other. Um, it's got like eight. Are you talking about the one you're using right now? Yeah, it's an HP, dude. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I'm looking right at it. I see the HP, yeah. and I'm. There's an HP I, logo staring me right in the eye. Yeah, there. HP Elite Book. Um, the, Dell and HP, they're like the same fucking company, right? No, I know they're not, but they're, I just they're, like, they're both different. Yeah, companies <laughs> that do the exact same fucking thing. Uh, anyway, I think HP makes more money at consulting than Dell does. I. You're probably right, but and yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, um, yeah, it's got like eight gigs of RAM in it. It's got like right. a quad core processor, yep. and, and it's and it's it's two years old, and then it still runs Just, really well. Yeah. Um, that said, like when I was on my old hard drive, uh, it would take me like five minutes to boot up. Now, some of that five minutes was uh, due to some issues that I had with my BIOS configuration. Uh, that when I went through the the rebuild, I actually took the time to figure out how to undo. Like there was the, um, you know how when you first boot up your laptop, sometimes it'll go through the the boot order, right. and it'll it'll go, hey, let me. Oh, you got Pixie Boot is the first thing that you want to do. So it'll check the network to see if there's a, um, you know, a build server for you to grab a new image right. off of. For some reason, my bias was locked in to make sure that that was always the first option. And I could go in and I could change other things in the BIOS. But not that. And I could change it. Everything else would save, but that would always stay kind of like locked in. So I had to do some tweaks to uh, unlock that. Because that was wasting me like probably an extra 30 seconds. But I still probably have cut off, I don't know, like 75% of the time to just do a, a simple like shutdown reboot. Um, right. Just because it just comes up so much faster now. Mm-hmm. Now some of that might be Windows 8. I don't know. I can't actually tell because you know new hard drive came in at the same time. But I'm assuming it's mostly hard drive. Yeah. If you think about your laptop, there. I mean, you said you've got quad core. You've got uh, eight gigs of RAM. Yeah. Uh, now the slowest thing you're dealing with ever is the round trip to disk, the spinning of heads, the uh, moving of the shuttle. Yep. Uh, once you move to SSD, that's all gone. Yeah. It's 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 quick. Things move fast now. Yeah. Um. My. Uh, my, the laptop we're using to record this is my uh, MacBook 13-inch guy. I bought him in 2008, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm frustrated as hell. Why? Because he keeps fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to buy a new one? I want to buy a new one, but, but there is absolutely, like, this laptop is just, like, the only thing that I've done to it since I bought it was added an SSD hard drive. Yeah. And it just fucking flies. I honestly, so I just was at uh, Fry's with my mother-in-law buying a new laptop for her, and... I didn't buy her one with an SSD hard drive because I figured if if at some point I really want to make it fast, I can always uh, throw add an that SSD in. in, in the I can add it in later. But um, you know, as we're as I'm going through looking at stuff, 
there's always, you know, hey, this one's got this, this one's got right. that. But I mean, for the most part, I was like, listen, it doesn't really matter. Look at the price point that you want. Yep. And with the keyboard and, and, and touch yep. pad that you like the best, the whatever feels the best. Everything else don't really worry about because you're just surfing matter. the internet and it's not going to matter anyway. Well, actually, this is just a little bit of help out there to anybody and everybody. If you're like, I need to buy a computer, but I don't know anything about computers and I want to buy the right one, do exactly what Matt just said. Because the only people that care about any of the other bullshit on how many processors you have, how much memory you have, how fast your hard drives are, are people that know about them, right? Yeah. It's like when you go to the car dealer to buy a car, you're like, I need a car that gets good gas mileage. Yep. And I don't want it to look stupid. Just buy the one that you like. Computers are the same way, people. Yeah. But they are now. I mean, like 10 years ago, this was a completely different discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah. You actually um, had to have some kind of information so you didn't get screwed over. But now it well, is... Well, and, and it actually... Ma- like, there was performance... Like, like 10... I can't... I don't even know how long ago. 10, 15 years ago, there when you're going like, well, should I get 64 megs of RAM? I mean, that's... Or another 64 megs in there. And that's going to cost me an extra $500. Yeah. Uh, now we're installing 8 gigs of RAM by default, and you're probably not even going to use all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, just... If you're, if you're in the market for a computer and you're not a computer person... Uh, and you use it for Facebook and email and uh, watching some YouTube videos. Uh, newsflash, doesn't matter. Nope, uh, not at all. Get the one with the screen size that you want. If you like a big screen yep. or a small screen, choose the one you like. Whatever makes you happy. Yep. Uh, and I'm really happy that we just tried to do that outreach and help for people that probably never listen to podcasts. That's a good point. <laughs> we need to work on our marketing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, all you people out there that are listening to this, uh, uh, you probably already know everything we just told you. So Yeah, exactly. So um, I think um, with that little bit of wisdom, that might actually bring us out for the week. I think we could, uh, we could wrap it up now. So thanks for listening again. We'll uh, be back next week. We'll yes, talk we will. about more inane stuff that you probably don't care about. And the next James Cameron movie that's way overblown. Ooh, what's that?